Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your hosts, Mike Fagan and Tim Ben. We're opinion, fact, informative, and your alert system. Now let's get ready to rumble. Good day once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on More on Elections and Other Things That Need Disinfecting, this Monday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. Yeah, um, some disinfecting. We're going to have some fun with that part. <laughs> Big time. Now, I lived with my mother so long that she moved out. Those were the words of KC, whose life before sobriety and surrender to Jesus was not pretty. He candidly admits supporting his drug habit by stealing, even from loved ones. That life is behind him now, and he rehearses this by noting the years, months, and days that he's been clean. When KC and I regularly sit down to study God's word together, I'm looking at a changed man. Mark 5, verse 15, speaks of a former demon-possessed individual who had also been changed. Prior to his healing, helpless, hopeless, homeless, and desperate are the words that fit that man. But all of that changed after Jesus liberated him. But as with KC, his life before Jesus was far from normal. His internal turmoil that he expressed externally is not unlike what people experience today. Some hurting people dwell in abandoned buildings, vehicles, or other places. Some live in their own homes, but are emotionally alone. Invisible chains shackle hearts and minds to the point that they distance themselves from others. In Jesus, we have the one who can be trusted with our pain and the shame of the past and present. And, as with the Legion and KC, he waits with open arms of mercy for all who run to him today. You know the drill, folks. Father God, you are a loving God. We are so grateful that through Jesus, things that control us in the past can indeed remain in the past. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we definitely need a lot more people to have that story where they're able to break those addictions, break those things that are controlling their lives, that are making them uh, make bad decisions. What's going on in this country, what's going on in our culture, in the world is not of God, it's of Satan. And, you know, if you feel like you're alone, that's because you don't have Jesus in your life. Yep, you bet. If you feel like you're alone, that means that you haven't done things in your life and have people that you could reach out to that know of your existence. Yep. You, you know bet. what I'm saying? And, and that's where a lot of the drug addicts fall because, like, in that story, they've stolen from their family. They've stolen from their community. They've stolen from the businesses and the people, the, the service, you know, whether it's a government or nonprofit, the services that are available so that they could support those drug habits. And that is just a rampant problem these days. And the only way we're going to solve it is by getting leaders that realize that we've got to stop the drug trafficking and we've got to start having people held accountable. And some of that is these politicians. And that's why I know we've got another story today about some uh, election shenanigans. And by the way, I would vote on the seventh day instead of, <laughs> instead of the eighth day. And today's the seventh, right? Yeah. So, so it's, this is like the Christian day to vote. So you should just make sure those ballots get turned in today because you don't want to wait till the last second, the eighth second. Now, the bull riders, they might wait till the eighth because, you know, it's a thing. But we should have those ballots turned in. Remind everybody, folks, whatever time they've got to take, send it out, send it on your social media, your emails, tell everyone there's no excuse for not voting. And if you didn't vote, don't 
don't ever talk to me about the cost of living or gas prices, right? Yep. So we've got to, and we've got to be kind of hard nosed with people. They don't, oh, well, I'll get around to it. And then they never do. I mean, you have loved ones, friends, family members, they're out there. They've got their ballots in their hands or in a pile somewhere. Hopefully they didn't throw them away. If they did throw them away, they can go down to county elections and get a replacement ballot. Right. You bet. So they have a way to still vote if they threw them away. So they have redemption there a little bit. You might talk to them at Thanksgiving. But, you know, (laughs) if people start talking about the cost of the turkey and the cranberries at Thanksgiving, I'm going to ask them if they voted. If they didn't, man, they're not going to enjoy next Thanksgiving either. (laughs) Right? Unless they vote. Because I'm just sticking with it. Because I'm I'm tired of people complaining and doing nothing. It's too easy to vote. People have just got to get it done. So you've got uh, some election shenanigans going on. And I'm telling you, man, I mean, this really incends me, Tim, because for the last year and a half, two years, the only thing that, you know, the liberals have been talking about is the big lie, you know, uh, about how Wait, the, well, you know, now, the election got stolen by Biden and blah, blah, blah. Every time I, I run into a oh, liberal that goodness. talks about the big lie, I ask him which one. <laughs> There's so That's a good, good point. So many. Are we, so talk, many are we talking about Biden? Everything he says is a lie, right? No kidding. I mean, you know, where he finished in his class. And boy, I tell you, here lately, school, man, he, with all of his public appearances and his speeches that he's been making over the last week to two, he has three. garnered more Pinocchio awards than any other president Every in time. history oxygen goes in and like methane i think comes out of that face no and kidding. it's just a lot but that's a lot of politicians and that's why we need disinfectant which is the next story but you know this uh, other stuff that goes on the propaganda we saw it in the previous elections where major media is like oh yeah this is projected to be the winner this is the winner and then they had to report the real numbers and they all started crying yep you betcha well i'll tell you something they better not be pulling this shenanigan down in arizona or there's going to be a lot of really angry people for sure. Here's your headline, folks. Arizona TV station airs graphic showing Carrie Lake lost 12 days before the midterm elections. Now, a local TV station in Arizona is apologizing after airing a graphic which showed Katie Hobbs, the Democrat nominee for governor, as the winner in her race 12 full days away from the midterm elections. They haven't uh, even had the election yet, and they're showing that the Democrat has won the election. Uh, you know, well, you know, they were just practicing with images that they've already created, Mike. Yeah, I it's, guess so, man. You know, the digital department, you know, let out a, an image early. You bet. That's all. Now, the graphic or the graphic chart that was appearing on the TV screen last Thursday afternoon on Fox 10 at the bottom left-hand part of the screen showed Hobbs with 53% of support compared to 47% for the Republican nominee, Carrie Lake. Hobbs, who is currently the Arizona Secretary of State, had a check by her number indicating that she was the victor. And, you know, the Fox 10 TV station was pressured on why this ended up occurring, and all they did was pointed their finger the way of the Associated Press organization. The Associated Press. Now, isn't... You bet. And stated that, oh, gee, that graphic was never meant to go on air. Well, of course it wasn't. It wasn't meant to go on air until next week. (laughs) Right, right. When the election deadline came, and you got 
guys were going to declare who the governor, uh, who the winner of the gov- governor seat was. Yeah. Come on, man. Well, come on, Mike. It's not really about the numbers. It's about perception. <laughs> yeah. How many times have we heard about that in politics and media? And, you know, I mean, how many times has that happened in recent elections? That's happened a handful of well, times. But it, but it doesn't just happen in recent elections. It also depends on, you know, whether when you're talking about crime, when you're talking about consumer protection, when you're talking about, you know, oh, it's a big company. It's a brand. You know, the perception is you're not going to buy this off-label stuff. You don't know where it came from, even though more than likely the corporation that sells the name brand stuff created the off-brand stuff. So it's probably pretty close to the same. It's just a little bit weaker. It doesn't smell quite as good because they want you to pay the extra money for the real brand, but it's the same corporation producing it, right? So it's like they talk about the big lie. There's another big lie. It's like there's so many things that mislead us and the press talk, talk about crime. You know, you until it starts happening in your face and people start getting pushed out onto the subway, you know? Yeah, no kidding, man. Then they have to start reporting on it because you can't ignore that stuff. But they don't report on on all the overdose deaths that are happening all the time. You remember when I was a kid, if the fire department had to go out and rescue a dog out of the tree, and we still get those reports, right? Right. Because you got to have the fluff in the news. You got to have that hero story. Fire person that self-identifies as just a fire person climbed a tree up the ladder saved undescribed animal right because they don't want you know the animal might not want to be uh, identified as a cat but the, the reality is is that we're not living in reality because we're not getting the truth we're getting perception we're getting want that what they want us to perceive just like I always thought pine saw disinfects. Oh, boy. And I'm telling you, this is one of those disinfectant cleaners that is highly recommended by the CDC, the health district. You know, we're using bleach in the homeless shelter. We're using various products of pine saw in the homeless shelter for cleaning and disinfecting and killing the COVID. And then I end up running across this particular headline on my news feed. Clorox recalls 37 million bottles of pine saw that contain bacteria. And wow. here's a little bit now, of the story. Now, this pine salt, from, I thought, is pine salt owned by Clorox? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, you betcha, man. Oh. This comes from CNN Business in New York, folks. Roughly 37 million bottles of pine salt products have been recalled because they contain a potentially harmful bacteria. Clorox said that some of the affected pine salt products might contain a bacteria called Pseudomonas aeruginosa which can be harmful to people with compromised immune systems or people with external medical devices because they pose a risk of serious infection that may require medical treatment, according to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Compromised immune systems. So that means those people that ended up getting the COVID shot, they better stay away from pine salt. <laughs> right, if they got the COVID shot or if they might have been a victim of a suffering really bad reaction to COVID because I, I got to f- see what this is. Pseudomonas argaro. Yeah, how do you pronounce that? Where that they come is up? a weird name. Where but anyway, it's a, with these names? it's a big time disease that will take you down. Well, it, it kind of looks like it's a kind of a, just looking at the word and how it's spelled out, it looks like it might be some kind of version of pneumonia with flu-like symptoms. Yeah, it could very well be, man. Yeah, well, well, that kind of sounds like COVID, good. doesn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not good, but anyhow. Next yeah, you go ahead and look that I'll, one up. I'll and come back with uh, exactly what that is. You betcha. All right, your next headline, ladies and gentlemen. Bags of poop thrown at the home of a socialist Seattle official who led the defund police efforts. She says cops are dragging their feet on catching the culprit. 
I wonder if she uh, washed that off with pine salt. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe that's that's how you get some disinfecting done. You throw that stuff that needs disinfecting on your politicians. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> so this is in Seattle, right? You might not want to talk about that too loud because you might give somebody the wrong idea. Well, it I'm seems, telling I, you, I don't know if I it's mean, considering a, what just happened to Pelosi over in you know San Francisco, it might give somebody the wrong idea, man. Well, I, yeah, but we're talking about something soft thrown on a politician, right? You bet. It wasn't a pillow fight, but, you know, bad, yeah, stuff. <laughs> anyway, folks, bags of poop have been thrown at the home of Socialist Seattle Council Member Kashama Sawant. Despite leading efforts to defund the city's police department in 2020, Sawant is saying that the police are dragging their feet on finding the culprit. Conservative commentator Jason Rance initially reported that Sawant demanded that police post officers outside of her home from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. until the suspect is arrested, according to multiple sources who spoke to Rance on the condition of anonymity. Rance added that Sawant's request came as the department is dangerously understaffed thanks to her efforts to defund and dismantle the department since 2020. Seattle Police Department has lost at least 135 officers this year, nearly 500 officers since 2020, and cannot meet staffing minimums across any precinct or watch. Soon, KCPQ-TV reported that Sawant wrote a letter to officials claiming Seattle police are failing to investigate who threw bags of human feces into her yard six times, most recently on October 13th. She added that one of these incidents was followed up by a threatening email sent to her city council office, the station said, calling her the queen of beep and saying, you can sit on your throne of human excrement. Sawant, a member of the Socialist Alternative, suspects the attacks are politically motivated, KCPQ-TV reports. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a bag of stuff to me. Yeah, yeah, big time, man. All right, well, we've got to take a break. Definitely uh, not going to worry about the sack lunch because I lost my appetite on that one. But, you know, the politicians should probably start listening to people because they shouldn't be this upset. I mean, government shouldn't make people angry enough to put stuff like that in a bag and throw it at their politician. Yeah, they and be, you know, what's not they, to say that, I mean, this is not politically motivated. This is uh, being done by a homeless individual. Well, because, yeah, they tend that, that tends to be more common in those kinds of uh, situations. Anyways, uh, we're going to take a break. We will be right back. You're looking at your ballot and realize you need more information about candidates and issues. There are two organizations that you can check out the Citizens Alliance for Property Rights. Check them out at www.capr.us. And then, We Believe We Vote is also a great source from the Christian perspective on candidates and issues, so log on to www.webelievewevote.com. Again, that's www.capr.us and www.webelievewevote.com. And welcome back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on more on election shenanigans and other things that need disinfecting this Monday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. All right, guys, your next headline comes from CNN also. CNN ridiculed for blaming pets for impact on climate change, advocating insect-based food, and adopting small rodents instead of dogs. Okay, before we get to the rodents and the dogs, oh, yeah, you bet. everyone cares about the rodents and the dogs. But, you know, the reality is, is that we care about humans, too. And when they did that pine saw recall we, we were covering in the first half, you know, they should have explained the infection they were talking about because that Pseudomonas uh, argyrionosa infection is pretty serious. It's actually um, 
an infection. It's a germ that infects humans, mostly in hospital patients, also uh, animals. And it can infect plants as well, Mike. Oh, wow. So this thing could be a horrible thing. And so obviously you shouldn't be receiving that in your pine salt bottles, but it's also highly, see where was the article I was reading. It also is antibiotic resistant. Oh, wow. So bad stuff. You don't want it. So I'm glad they recalled those bottles, but I think they should definitely get down to the cause of how did something so dangerous, toxic, you know, germ disease end up in Clorox bottles. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, that, that kind of makes a little less likely to trust Clorox. Yeah, you bet. And Clorox makes a lot of products that we use to kill germs. Yes, they I mean, do. I, I don't, mean, you got Lysol sprays, you got the bleach, you know, now you is, got Pine Sol. Is, I mean, is wow. Lysol Clorox? I, I thought, think so. I thought Lysol was Johnson & Johnson. Uh, well, I mean, that could be too. But they didn't have an effective shot either. So, <laughs> whatever. Don't get the pine salt germ, apparently. So, Well, it yeah, looks like they're going to have to put a big disclaimer on their bottle nowadays, huh? I guess so. And I mean, there are some pretty negative effects, non-spore forming, and it, it causes a variety of infections and really bad stuff looking at different things. Of course, I did look at the CDC, but there's some really bad stuff going on with that. And I, I think not just the in immunocompromised people could be affected by it, but other people, if it's antibiotic resistance and basically has a wide range of defenses in the germ itself. So the, Part of the reason why it was able to survive in the pine saw bottle, what I'm reading right here, says that wherever that came from to end up in the pine saw bottle, they got to get to the bottom of that because it survived the toxins of the cleaner. Right. So what are you going to do if you end up infected with it? That is, yeah, that's pretty nuts, man. If it can be spread to your houseplants. And it's antibiotic resistant. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be a battle. Yeah, I think so. And and it tells me that the CDC, oh, maybe we can't trust on them to do it. Maybe the FBI can look into it. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. You bet. Maybe I'll just start using vinegar and stuff to disinfect. I'll go back to some old days. I'm not trusting these corporations or the government anymore. I'm just oh, going to find yeah. something else, you know? No doubt, man. Anyway, the latest scapegoat for climate change is your lovable dog and cuddly cat. According to CNN, pets are a negative impact in regards to climate change. CNN gave green advice on how to reduce your pet's carbon paw print, including feeding your canine companion insect-based food and adopting small rodents instead of dogs. Late last month, CNN published an article titled, Our Pets Are Part of the Climate Problem. These tips can help you minimize their carbon paw prints. The article went largely unnoticed until CNN promoted the article on social media, where it was widely ridiculed. CNN claimed that pets play a significant role in the climate crisis. The outlet argued that the heavy metal diet of pets is accelerating climate change. The article cited a 2017 study that contended that feeding cats and dogs have the same carbon impact as 13.6 million cars on the road. What? Wow. You kidding me? (laughs) The author conceded that you don't have to eliminate your furry friend, but you should embrace climate-friendly practices when it comes to having a pet. CNN advises pet owners to feed lab-grown meat and insects to their dogs. The article says that insect-based pet foods are a nutritious source of protein. The author suggests picking up your dog's excrement and disposing of the poop in a toilet. Well, I think and then make well, sure that you wipe that toilet down with some 
A pine saw. Pine saw, right. Well, I mean, it, the thing, if you're going to bag it up, I guess in Seattle, you don't have, there's different ways to get rid of it. Yeah. According to. You the, can throw it on a socialist Seattle City Council member's I, lawn. I, I, I guess that's what, you know, they're doing with it now. You bet. So. Now, the article recommends. Well, I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it's talking about all this stuff, but you know, how does it, got, it's on, go down to San Francisco. You don't, They don't throw it at their politicians. They just leave it on the sidewalk. Exactly. You know, in yeah. major cities <laughs> run by Democrats, they just you know you don't need a bag. <laughs> no, you I mean, don't. And you might. I mean, in, obviously in Washington State, you know, you have to pay for the bag. So, <laughs> no kidding, man. Yeah, that's eight cents per. Right. Yeah. And no more single use. And actually, it, that's the funny thing too. One of the things about the laws, of the so they, there's way more plastic in the bags. Right. And it's not the, I mean, there, there's way more stuff that you can put in it. Yeah. So like the old plastic bags, you couldn't fill it all the way up with dog poop <laughs> no way. Or, or, or stuff from the human variety either. Yeah. Right. Cause it wouldn't hold it. It wasn't strong enough. Right. No, no. But you could use it. I mean, you used to take out the trash, you use it in your bathroom garbage can. Most people reused those plastic garbage bags, right, right. but those things, if they were left out in the sun or whatever, they broke down pretty fast. Now these new bags that we got, man, you can fill those things plumb full of feces. I mean, like apples, <laughs> not road apples, but apples. I went, I was picking fruit the other, uh, last weekend and uh, I was getting the apples off the tree and handing them down. And instead of having to use buckets or something, we just use these reusable bags. So you fill them plumb full of apples. They're yeah, so they're sturdy. They're really strong. They're really, so there was one benefit to a stupid governance, but that bag's going to last longer than any of these politicians. So are you saying that that bag is a sheer value for eight cents a piece? Actually, I, I kind of think it is. I, I, I'm kind of wondering, there's got to be some kind of government subsidy involved in this. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think the store owners are paying a lot more than eight cents a bag for some of these things because, man, they are pretty good bags. But like I said, the old bags, they break down pretty fast. You left them out in the sun and yeah. the weather and stuff. You know, they'd be gone and just, I don't know, decomposed into nothing nothing within a year or two these new bags they're going to last longer than hopefully all the politicians that are currently in office <laughs> i hope so man but, and they still hold a lot but not as much stuff as required for the stuff that's being said by the current politicians <laughs> if you know what i mean it's hard yep, to, who every time they open their mouth they tend to fill a bag right you know? it's hard to talk around the stuff that they do because they're just so full of you know stuff yeah you bet anyway getting back to the cnn article about how our pets are ruining our climate change the article recommends cat owners I, we, use, we, we totally yeah. got we totally got off topic yeah there. we sure did <laughs> i don't know that i can believe that the pets are ruining our climate no they're not man i mean they're just they're just trying to shame us even more and they're going after our our four-legged furry family members come on man and and in and in the the narcissistic american culture i mean i could realize that they're you know they want to go after the christians they want to go after the business owners they want to go after the working class they want to go after you know whatever they want to go after but in, in a world where now we're spending more on christmas on pets than we are people remember the reporting from last year you betcha we're spending more on our pets than we are individual family members these days for christmas in this country not me i wouldn't do that but it's insane now they're going after our pets they're going to lose every election for a long time going after dogs and cats (laughs) let's hope so man anyway the article recommends cat owners use an environmentally friendly kitty litter that is not made from clay CNN what? And- what? Clay? <laughs> like the naturally uh, occurring soil that's on the planet? Yeah, you bet. Uh, how, is, how is clay not I have no environmentally idea, friendly? 
I have no idea. Okay. Anyway, CNN instructed people on what kind of breed of dog they should have also. Hold on, hold on. What, what kitty litter do they want us to use? That, that It's not clay. Uh, it they does, want us- yeah, they want us to use some other environmentally friendly kitty litter that's not made from clay. I have a feeling that environmentally friendly kitty litter is like some kind of industrial waste that's turned into something that looks like it might absorb cat poop. Yeah, there you go, man. Probably. Uh, You might want to consider smaller breeds or species if you're aiming to minimize your impact on the planet, the article reads. A Chihuahua's carbon paw print will be much smaller than a St. Bernard, for example. Oh, well, see, so would the poop. See, here, that, see that that's the part of the article where they, you know, they definitely were going, they didn't want to offend the narcissistic people or the people out there that just love their pet because they take them everywhere, including the grocery store because they fit in a pocket. Yeah, no kidding. The Chihuahua. CNN even advises people not to adopt a dog at all, but instead get a smaller animal with less of a carbon footprint, such as a bird, a turtle, or a small rodent. Reactions they, on they Twitter. Never, have they never heard about the bird flu? <laughs> the ambient flu? They, they want you to get a turtle? Right. Reactions on Twitter lambasted and mocked the CNN article. Actor James Wood declared, Okay, that's it. Enough is enough. These liberal lunatics have gone after our guns, our cars, our money, our children. But when they go after our furry schnootburgers, that's game on, man. Game on. <laughs> I like that. Furry schnootburgers. Uh, yes. <laughs> James Wood is yes. notorious for sending out some of the most wicked tweets, even more wicked than President Trump. Yeah, it's, it's awful. So government is trying to tell you know the government's number one pet right right they're bats <laughs> and they spread diseases and yes soup. they do at least that's what we were told yeah I, I don't think i can believe anything government tells me although i do know that you know some people do go a little crazy you know you got the cat lady down the street that's got 22 cats yeah and you're just like yeah my sinuses can't handle that that is an environmental hazard 22 <laughs> cats in one house Whew, yeah that would that would be an assault on the nasal cavities yeah. for sure yeah it's it, it's bad but you know they, they talk about how our beef our food is you know damaging the environment we need to turn it back to the wild except the wild animals and be there pooping and doing their stuff and there's nobody there to clean up their stuff with environmentally friendly bags <laughs> What do they do in the wilderness, Mike? How did how did the how did the planet survive wildlife? Yeah, big time. I man. don't know. And I'll tell you something, folks. You know, uh, Tim and I might appear to be having a lot of fun today, the day before election the day. Before day. Election. We and there to. is a reason why. We got to. We got to have fun going into the election because I'm telling you, we live in a world that is just upside down right now. Well, but it's it's one of those things that we have to be brave christians we have to be brave conservatives and we can't just vote against these people and their policies and the stuff we got to point at them and laugh too oh i'm telling you we got to do something there's got to be public humiliation for people that think that they can self-identify as a rabbit (laughs) all right no kidding it just we can't do or have the kitty litter boxes in the school bathrooms because they're catering to the furry the children yeah well they have to let them self-identify however they want you know so yeah we have to have some fun before the election i hope everyone had a good weekend and and had some fun but they did their research because they've got to get those ballots turned in because i do you have another crazy story to tell Uh, i did but i'm going to go ahead and and hold this crazy story for uh, another day for sure because it's not good news it's not good news. and i mean it's one of those on again off again and then on back again and it's all about paypal so i'm just going to hang on to this probably uh, and wait until tomorrow's show right but i'm telling you you know 
we have been just beaten that voting and that election drum for the last couple of months, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, once again, folks, we are down in the hole of the abyss hanging on by our fingernails now. We're no longer standing on the edge. We are actually down in the hole. And I think we're we are in, holding on. I, I don't know. With as furiously as we possibly can. I don't know that we we're are holding, holding on. on. That's, that's kind of what you want to think. I think we're like in free fall and we're just hoping there's something down there that's soft to land on. <laughs> I think, you know, when you look at our economy, when you look at, I mean, global FDR, our, our border, our foreign policies, the wars that are going on, the wars that haven't started yet. I mean, oh, we're, no kidding. we're at war with China right now. Yeah, we People are. don't realize it. We're at war with China. 100,000 overdoses last year right? Because it's fentanyl from China. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you start looking at it. We're not talking about lead-based paint on children's toys anymore with consumer protection with China. They're buying up farmland. They own the number one pork producer in the United States. We're in real big trouble. I think we're a free fall looking for a soft landing. Sometimes that soft landing is just you and I joking around. We got to vote today yes, or tomorrow. Everyone we know has to vote, but we can also vote with our wallet too. Don't do business with leftists. Just don't That's do right. it. Don't do it. It's time to boycott. They boycotted us. They shut down our churches. They shut down our businesses. They shut down our lives and livelihoods. It's time to shut down their power. You bet. All of that being said, Mike and Tim are out of here today. We'll be back at you and in your face again tomorrow. Bye-bye.